We all want more freedom, and a lot of us work hard now in the hope we'll feel free later. What if there was another way? A way to feel happier, more free, and confident to get better results right now. Welcome to Your Freedom Unlimited, where we share practical stories and strategies to help you show up authentically, drop your fears, and take inspired action on what matters most to you. I'm your host, Jen Ramsey. As a coach with a love for metaphysics, science, spirituality, and strategies that get results, I'll help you step away from self-doubt and create a powerful new story for your life, business, or career. Join me. Where can you go and within an hour have met people from around the world, had real conversations about the things most important to you, and created collaborations that could help you build a thriving business or nonprofit? The answer is Clubhouse, an incredible new social media platform that, in my view, is completely changing the social media landscape and, I think, has the potential to shape how we as human beings interact with each other for the better. So for all of these reasons and more, I'm devoting this week's episode of Your Freedom Unlimited to sharing with you about Clubhouse, because I think it's that important. So if you'd like to expand your horizons, meet some people, and grow your business or professional network in a simple and fun way, listen in, because in this week's episode, I'm going to give you Clubhouse 101. In this episode, I'll be explaining to you exactly what Clubhouse is, how it works, how you can get started on it today, what I love about it, why I think it's such a success, and how you can really use it as a tool to help you find your voice and step into your innate power. So welcome to this week's episode of Your Freedom Unlimited. My name is Jen Ramsey and I am so pleased that you're here. So you might be saying right now, really? Another social media app? Give me a break. I have to say that was my first reaction too, and that of many people that I've met on the app. But the thing is, is that Clubhouse is a vastly different social media app. And I have to say, since day one, I have been hooked. So for me, Clubhouse is very much like an oasis in the desert of social media. Why do I say that? Well, it's a place where I've truly been able to connect with my community. I've truly been able to learn and grow and to find people to collaborate with in a really meaningful way. And that's why I'm doing this episode, because I think this app is so much more than the typical social media app. And I think it's such an important new player in this space and for humanity as a whole. Why do I say that? Because Clubhouse is an app that allows us to have real, uncensored conversations with real people in the moment. The other thing that I've noticed is that it's really teaching people how to listen to each other's, how to share our opinions and how to deal with difficult issues and how to talk about issues like racism, ageism and and religious differences in real time. So I've also seen it's a place where people can be very real, very raw and very vulnerable with other with others. So it's an incredibly interesting place to hang out for a little while and I think it really is the face of something very powerful and new for us as a human race. So before I go on, let me share with you then what Clubhouse is. So Clubhouse is a social media app that is an audio-only platform. You heard it right. 
It's a platform where we can only talk to each other and hear each other. There's no video and there's no other visual stimulation other than a profile picture of each person on the app. Clubhouse was established in March 2020 and it is still in beta mode. Despite this, there are now an estimated 10 million Clubhouse users and that number is growing every day. At the moment, Clubhouse is invitation only, meaning that you have to be invited to be let in to use it. It is in beta version, as I said, and it's only available to Apple iPhone users. But there is talks that Android users will be set to join the app in the coming months, possibly from as early as May 2021. So with that, there'll be a definite influx of new users who are really excited to get involved and to see what the fuss of Clubhouse is all about. And if you're thinking, oh, it's just another social media app, let me tell you that Clubhouse's most recent valuation came in at $4 billion. That's it. That's what I said, $4 billion. And while there are rival platforms being developed, Clubhouse certainly has first mover mover advantage. And I think there are three reasons for that. The first one is, is the involvement of very high profile public figures like Elon Musk, Kanye West and Mark Zuckerberg. I have personally listened in to conversations with Elon Musk and Mark Zuckerberg. Another reason is the unique energy of kindness and consciousness that I think Clubhouse has been developed and that energy has been, has been developed with and it's been set by its founders Rowan Seth and Paul Davison. And finally, I think the third reason that Clubhouse has this first mover advantage is that it really does allow anyone to start or to be involved in a meaningful conversation right now without being dogged by algorithms that we see on other social media platforms. So how does Clubhouse work? Well, anyone right now with an iPhone and an invitation can go into Clubhouse and to take part in a conversation. So you can, and you can be part of the conversation in three ways. Firstly, you can just be part of a conversation by listening, or you can go on to what's called the stage in Clubhouse and share your point of view, or you can run your own rooms on topics that interest you. This is called moderating a room. So what happens is you decide I'd like to do a room on, let's say, um, hiking in the Himalayas. You'll set that as a title for your room and then people will come into your room if they're interested in that topic. They'll come into your room and they'll start to have a conversation with you about it. So, And what will happen is they stay in the room based on the quality of the conversation and the engagement of the audience and the general energy of the room. That's certainly been my experience anyway. So another couple of, I guess, logistical things on Clubhouse. On Clubhouse, you have followers and you can choose to follow people. What's really interesting about Clubhouse is that you can have as many followers as will follow you, but your follower limit, as in the people that you follow, is capped to 2,500 people. So what this means is it means you need to choose how to spend your social currency in following people very, very wisely. And it also stops that follow for follow behavior that we've probably seen on other apps that doesn't lead to really great engagement and doesn't really lead to great conversations. What I've found as I've been on Clubhouse and moderating my own rooms and and going into other rooms, I've found that the people that I follow are very, very important. Because what happens is, is that they're, the, the rooms that they're in and the rooms that they start appear in what is called my hallway. So if I'm following people who, I'm, who I have uh, similar interest to, I'm going to see interesting things in my hallway. But if I follow people that uh, we don't have similar interests, then I'm not going to see content in my hallway that's interesting to me. So what that means is, is that it's really important that we think about who we follow. 
What I've also found is that it's really valuable to be moderating and running your own rooms. That's when you really start to participate in Clubhouse and start to get a lot out of it. On Clubhouse at the moment, I'm moderating a room very regularly called Finding Your Voice on Clubhouse and Beyond. And as part of this, I'm really encouraging people to start their own rooms and to really start to participate in Clubhouse in that way. I also, in that room, talk about what could possibly be holding people back, what could be people making people play a little small on Clubhouse. So it's always an interesting room to be a part of, and we always have great conversations. But what I've found is that is the best way to encourage people to get the best out of Clubhouse. What happens um, after you have been on Clubhouse for a while and you've moderated around four hours of rooms yourself, your profile then uh, is then is then changed so that you can create a club in an area that interests you. So club, clubhouse. So club, the clubhouse is made up of many clubs. Uh, what happened in February was that the clubhouse founders made a decision that anyone could start a club of their own. And so what that means is that you, after you've moderated for that four hours, you can then start to run your own club in an area that interests you either professionally or personally. So this is a really great opportunity for anyone to come onto Clubhouse and to create your own tribe or your own community of interest. And what that means is that you'll be able to really create a, a deeper conversation with those people and expand your offering if you're on Clubhouse for, for business purposes. The other interesting thing is that we need to realize that uh, when we're in a social platform with many people from all over the world gathering, there are likely to be some difficulties with some people not treating others respectfully. And as part of this, the club founders are working hard to really ensure community safety and reduce the potential for bullying and difficult things going on. Um, it's hard, though, for two people or a group. Clubhouse has got a very small um, base of only about uh, two founders and, and then a, a, about a dozen people working with them. So it's very hard for them to manage everything. But what they have done is they've set up very good community guidelines and ability for people to manage bullying and difficult behaviour. But at the end of the day, my view is that we create our own experience as in life. We do that on Clubhouse as well. So it's just about setting the right intention for the app and to really, really manage your own energy around it. And if you find you're in a room that you don't enjoy being in, the easiest thing you can do is to leave that room. So what I always say to people when I'm talking about using Clubhouse is at the end of the day, the quality of Clubhouse and your own experience will come down to the people that you're following and the people that you're, you're the rooms that you're in. And you can easily move, lose, you can easily move on from those rooms if you, if you feel like you'd like to. So I guess I'm talking here a lot about Clubhouse and, and you might be thinking, well, why has Clubhouse been so successful? Well, I think it's been successful for a few reasons. Firstly, I think that it is really democratizing communication. There's there's less of an algorithm at play here. It means that we can really, anyone can get onto the app and can start a room and can start to talk about people. Talk, talk not talk about people, can start to talk to people on the topics that they're interested in. So this creates a very, much more of an even playing field. And the other thing, that I think really plays into this and helps with this is that it's not video based. So there's no need to worry about all of the, all of the technical difficulties of creating a video. Um, and there's no need to worry about having a good or a bad hair day. So it means that we don't need that very high level of technical capability to be able to communicate. And we, we, all of those things that people might say to themselves of, Oh, I'm not, I'm not up to doing a video today. I don't want to sit in front of a camera that doesn't come into play because there's no camera to worry about. 
people I have met people who have been concerned about sharing their voice and, and speaking on Clubhouse, but those are things that I have been coaching people on and it is something that you can really deal with. I also think the Clubhouse has been successful because it's allowed us as a community to connect in a, in a, in a very difficult time of the pandemic. You know, aside from the very personal losses that I know many people have experienced in the pandemic, one of the other major issues for people has been this really significant social isolation, particularly for people living on their own or single parents living with children. So at this time, I think Clubhouse has, has come along at really at the right time. And I think it's been incredibly successful because it's given people this opportunity to connect and communicate when they were otherwise quite lonely in their own homes. The other thing that I think makes Clubhouse so successful is that it allows us to really communicate human to human and heart to heart. It allows us as people to have meaningful two-way conversations where we can feel seen, where we can feel heard and acknowledged. And I think this is a real juxtaposition compared to our fast-paced digital world where it is so moving so quickly and there's a lot of scrolling going on and not a lot of real communication or real connection. For me, Clubhouse is a real place for connection and and really it, give, it takes us almost back to that analogue experience of having a conversation over the phone with people that we might have had 20 or 30 years ago before smartphones and the internet came into place. We're sort of, we're, we're, we're going back to that experience. And what I've noticed is, is that people just love that. People love this chance to be able to connect and communicate and to have these real conversations. And I've found in the rooms that I moderate very regularly that there are some incredible conversations where people feel very safe to share what is going on for them, some of their difficulties, some of their anxieties, and that they can be sharing often in a space of 20 or 30 other people, but they still feel safe and still feel able to share. So what I've seen happen on Clubhouse is truly remarkable in terms of this real ability to connect. And I think that's a real reason in terms of why Clubhouse has been so successful. Now, I said earlier in the podcast that I think Clubhouse can do something, it's, it can do something for humanity. And I really do feel there is a bigger picture here at play, particularly in terms of the timing and potential impact of Clubhouse globally. It, Clubhouse came to light in the pandemic when people were looking to connect and they've now been able to really use it as a tool for this connection. So I said a little earlier that I think that Clubhouse can do something for humanity. And while that might sound like a big call, I do feel there is a bigger picture here in terms of the timing and the potential impact of Clubhouse globally. From my perspective, I see it as an opportunity for a major shift in the global landscape, culturally, socially, business, politically, at every level. I see it as an opportunity for us to really connect and for us to really see each other in a different way. And as a human race, there is this opportunity for us to really take this high-level gift of Clubhouse on board and go with it. And if we do that, we will see a shift and a move to more peace and more love in our world and a greater rising of global consciousness. I really do believe that that is possible because of the conversations that I've seen and witnessed myself, but because of some of the things that some of the, the key players on Clubhouse are saying, I think there is this opportunity for us to really move forward in a very different way. So I'll leave that one there, but I just wanted to put that out there because I do think there is an opportunity here that we will look back in five years' time and say, yes, that was when things really did start to change. 
So back to what I love about Clubhouse. So what do I love about it? People have asked me this question a lot. Well, I do love the ability to connect and communicate with people literally all over the world and to really have deep, high-quality conversations with them on topics that I'm interested to talk about and topics that they're interested to talk about. So I've got really good friends now in New York, Egypt, Malaysia, the US, Mexico and London and everywhere in between. People that I would never have had the chance to meet except for this opportunity of this app. I know I sound like a bit of a convert, but I have really seen the difference that it's made for me and for so many other people. And when you go on to Clubhouse, you'll hear people say this very regularly. And I have to say, from a personal perspective, I have learned so much in terms of my ability to connect with people and my ability to really take on new ideas. It's it's been a, an opportunity for me to really learn and grow very, very quickly for me. And it's given me an incredibly fresh perspective on myself, on others, on my professional life, my business, and also the world at large. It's, it's really quite incredible. The other thing that I love about Clubhouse, as I said earlier, that it is an oasis in the desert of social media. Other social media platforms are dominated by algorithms and I think are quite two-dimensional in their approach. While, algorithm, while Clubhouse definitely still has an algorithm, there is still the chance to connect and talk in, in a real and meaningful way. And the third thing that I love about Clubhouse is this chance to talk about and take action on things that really matter. I've been in incredible conversations on things like sustainability, dealing with racism and ageism and how to create peace. And I'm honoured to be a part of the Global Peace Sanctuary Club on Clubhouse. It's been established by the Tibetan Lama, His Eminence Shayalpa Tenzin Rinpoche. Rinpoche is building a peace sanctuary in the Buddha's birthplace in Lumbini in Nepal. And his vision is to host a world peace forum there that will be very similar to the World Economic Forum in Davos, Switzerland. And the other reason that I really love Clubhouse is that I strongly believe it's an incredibly powerful tool to help each of us find our voice, to step into our power and to deal with any fear or any anxiety that may have been keeping us playing small. So as you know, I'm very keen to help you find your voice and to step into your innate power, wherever it is that you are in your life or in your business or your career. So for me, Clubhouse is a place where you can get to know people, where you can get to network with people and to clarify what it is that you want to do in your business or your life. And that's why I'm fired up about this more than anything. I'm fired up about using this as an opportunity to help you clarify and find your authentic, transparent voice and to connect with your innate power. So how do you find your voice on Clubhouse? Well, you do that by participating in conversations in rooms, by going to the stage and speaking and sharing your voice, and by starting to create your own rooms and then to create your own club. So to help people with getting started on Clubhouse, I've prepared a very simple guide called 10 Steps to Finding Your Voice on Clubhouse. It's a very simple and easy guide to go through, but it will give you lots of the logistical things that I've touched on today, and it will really help you deal with some of the mindset things that might have been holding you back from finding your voice on Clubhouse or on other places. So to get that guide, all you need to do is to visit jenramsey.com forward slash guide. Uh, you'll be able to just easily download that guide from there and you'll be able to get up and running on Clubhouse. I'm also running rooms very regularly on finding your voice at Clubhouse. To, so to get access to those rooms, follow me on Clubhouse at Jen Ramsey, that's my handle there, or follow me on Instagram at Jen Ramsey Freedom. I'm always sharing on Instagram when I'm going to be on Clubhouse next. 
So as ever in this podcast, it's over to you. I'd love you to try out Clubhouse. It is still in beta mode. We don't know where it's going to wind up, but we do know right now that it is a great opportunity to connect, to collaborate and to build a community of your own. So my advice is for you is to really make hay while the sun shines. Please get involved and try it out. And if you'd like to get access to my free 10 steps to finding your voice on Clubhouse guide that will share with you how to create your own room, how to create a great Clubhouse bio or profile and how to start your club, then just visit jenramsey.com forward slash guide and you can get that free guide delivered to your email today. So let me know how you go with Clubhouse. Please share with me in the comments what you think of it. And until we speak again, I want to wish you all the very best and please take great care and I'll look forward to talking to you again very soon. Thank you for joining me on this episode of Your Freedom Unlimited. If you like this show, please share it with a friend. And if you haven't already, subscribe, rate and review Your Freedom Unlimited on your favorite podcast player. If you have any questions, comments or feedback, you can reach me directly at jenramsey.com. Thanks for listening. 